0: Welcome back, guys. This is your Anime DJs BS Hour, episode 47. In uh, this uh, episode today, we're first going to do our winner rundown intro. Uh, this is going to tell you guys what shows we're going to have on our rundown for uh, next year, for next season here. And then we're going to get into the DGs, a great award show where we're going to hand out some, uh, some different awards for different characters, studios, and uh, shows. I think it's going to be a great one. We have a great intro, and we'll get to that a little bit later. Guys, I want to let you know that the best way to support us is to rate the podcast, tell your friends about it. And if you have any interesting topics that you'd like us to discuss, please let us know in the Discord. Linktree.com backslash anime degens But first, got to ask my boys how they doing. Tyler, what's good with you?
1: Well, uh, I, I'm really happy today because I made it into my championship round of fantasy football just barely. Oh, I week oh, by. Let's go, so, boy. Me too. Me too. Yeah. What about you, Dan? Did you, did you make it in?
2: No. Dan, no. <laughs> I, uh, my players didn't show up last week, and then I dropped a 200 point game this week.
0: That's oh, pretty interesting. Brutal.
2: I had Amari yeah. uh, Cooper.
0: Uh, he put up 46 points, half PPR, and that definitely boosted me. I had no business winning
1: that game otherwise. <laughs> Well, shout out Ravens defense because they the MVPs of my game. They they shut Brock Purdy down, allowed me to win. So
2: Yeah, five interceptions is crazy. <laughs> I think I had three players score over 30 points, and one of them was Brees Hall, who put up like forty-four or something like that. So oh my uh, God. God Yeah. Wow. It's a shame it was in the consolation uh, bracket.
0: <laughs> yeah, hey. I was I was uh I was playing the perennial all-star of our league and he was so pissed off because he was i think he was like <laughs> 10 and 2 or something like that and i was 8 and 6 but i love that we're in we're in we're playing for the big bucks now
1: yeah yeah good well good luck to everybody that's in the championships this week then
0: so yes 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 but you guys want to get into some news right quick let's do it
1: yeah right. uh the first the first news that i got is the 100 girlfriends that really 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 Really, 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 really,
2: really, 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 <laughs> really, really. for really, really, maybe love me.
1: <laughs> season two is actually confirmed now. Uh, they just they just wrapped up the uh the first season, and it's good to good to see the peak comedy harem. You know, is coming back for a second season. So
2: that's awesome. Okay, okay. <laughs> Awesome. (laughs) We also got a Code Geass sequel movie coming out May 2024. So I'm very excited for that. More robots. More More action. More chess.
0: More chess. More chess. And then (laughs) finally, we have a ZOM 100. The last three episodes, episode 10 through 12, are now out on Crunchyroll, Hulu, and Netflix. I will definitely be checking those out probably tomorrow
2: since I have the day off. I mean, we'll all be checking them out since we're going to talk about them on the podcast.
0: Next oh. week.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like news the best. <laughs> <laughs> and I've already watched them and I can say that the new opening video is epic. And they did a really good job closing this season out. And uh it was it was sad at points. So get excited. Okay. Crybaby Tyler might come out.
1: I'm I'm definitely gonna have to watch the last episode. I th- I feel like to kind of figure out where we was. So
2: oh for sure, me too. It's yeah. been a minute, definitely. But awesome, you guys want to get into the winter season rundown intro?
1: Yeah. Uh. So we got we got a new season coming up. Obviously, uh, it's the winter season, and uh, that means new rundown. Um, but not a lot's gonna be changing this time. It's gonna be Uh, obviously Undead unluck. the second cower, uh, Freer in the second cower. And, you know, as always, One Piece, we always got to have One Piece in our rundown. It's the GOAT for a reason. Um, but we also are adding one show instead of two this time. Um, do y'all have anything to say about that? No? No. Okay. I didn't know if y'all <laughs> wanted to give a reason or, or what. You know?
0: no, I, I think it's just gonna make it flow a little bit better. You won't have yeah. the hour forty five minute episodes or the hour and a half episodes. It'll be we it busy. should be a little bit quicker
2: now. Yeah, we busy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but um, yeah, so our show is coming up. Uh, it's gonna be Mashal season two, which was. Uh, We actually done season one on the rundown when we first started, I believe. Uh, It was episodes 10 through 22 um, for the podcast. If y'all want to go uh, check that out, um, we're just going to be continuing the second season. It was like a really fun and um, interesting show with some action in it. So,
2: Yeah, if you guys want a quick summary, it is a mashup no pun intended, of Harry Potter and One Punch Man. So it's really fun.
0: It's extremely fun. Um, And I I can't wait to get into more about uh, Innocence Zero and his whole crew and what they're going to be doing in the uh, martial world. I think it was really just heating up and getting to where it was striding at the end of the first season. So I think this is going to be a banger.
1: Yeah, Uh, I'm pretty interested in it. Uh, It it definitely... uh... I, I this season is kind of weaker, so i we wasn't really uh we didn't have a whole lot of options to put on the rundown um uh I think solo leveling was our other choice that we flirted around with, and we we felt like Masall was gonna be the better option so
2: yeah, I don't know if I'd say it's a better option, but it would be kind of scummy of us to cover Mashal season one and then just cast it aside like, fuck this show after we all really enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, especially I mean, since we really liked
0: it. Um, yeah. if,
2: you know, if it was my home
0: hero season two, I think we just leave it out. But uh, for continuity's watch- sake, I think this <laughs> is a good choice.
1: Yeah, I'm not even watching my home hero. season. If, if it even gets a season two, I'm not watching that on my personal time either. So nah,
2: um, I wouldn't waste my time. Yeah. No, if it gets a season two, I am writing a strongly worded letter to all of Japan saying, Why are you doing this?
1: <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> to why the whole are of you Japan is
2: crazy! <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, that that was our quick little rundown intro. Uh, we wanted to let y'all know what was going on with the rundown starting uh, two weeks from now, I think. Uh, I'm pretty sure so, the for the, the, the around the 9 for 10 for January or something like that. I don't have a calendar in front of me, so.
0: But, That's yeah. it, my friend.
2: Yeah.
1: Awesome.
2: So,
0: are you guys ready for the DGs?
2: The what? The DGs. <laughs> you got, you've got. you never heard of the very, very famous award show called the DGs?
1: I've heard of the BGs.
2: Okay. Okay. Wow. We'll wow. get somewhere. <laughs> Dan, get us into this well as the curtains draw on the year that was 2023 our first year as a podcast we find ourselves in the midst of introspection reflecting upon the wild ride that has been our podcast journey we've ventured through countless shows we've laughed tyler's cried multiple times and in true anime degen's fashion we have embraced total degeneracy with open arms Now, as the year bids us adieu, it's time to commemorate the absurdity and celebrate the highs and lows of anime that makes our podcast uniquely degenerate. Ladies and gentlemen, weebs and weebets, fellow degenerates, we're your hosts, Dan, Bass, and Tyler, and it's an honor to welcome you to the culminating event of the 2023 anime year. Not that Crunchyroll Awards, none of that bullshit. It's the (laughs) DGs. It wouldn't be the Anime DGEN's award show if we didn't dive headfirst into the degenerate realm of our own absurdly on-brand bullshit. So without further ado, the curtains rise on the DJ, DG Awards, a ceremony crafted to the moments that left us in stitches, questioned our life choices, and most importantly, reveling in the glorious chaos that is anime. To our incredible listeners, whether you've been with us from the beginning or just hopped on this wild ride, we present the DGs as a token of our appreciation to each and every one of you for your unwavering support. Brace yourselves for an evening of debauchery, laughter, and a little sprinkle of degeneracy and bullshit. Sit back, relax, pop some champagne, and let's get this party going, baby. Let's go. Really wonderful intro, though. It's going to be a
1: lot of bullshit, and not just a sprinkle.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, first, we have the Villainous Fashionista Award. And this is bestowed upon the antagonist who not only threatens the world, but does it in style with an unparalleled level of drip that leaves heroes questioning their fashion choices and whether they can succeed in saving the world or not. So and is going to their first your first nominee so our first nominee is Suguru
0: uh, Ghetto we saw a change-up from his jujitsu high uniform into an altered version with the green and gold gojogisa over the chest and belly this along with the baggy pants and the clean ass sandals goes crazy I think we can all agree to this
1: yeah for sure uh he, he he's definitely a badass uh and he definitely is pretty clean he can get cleaned up so
0: yeah he got yeah. the parachute pants on lock i
2: mean the parachute pants with the sandals and socks who thought you could put that in, a, in an outfit and it still be fly i know he's really <laughs> channeling his mc hammer with those pants dude <laughs> and i just love the evolution from schoolboy to cult leader it, yeah, it, it was, was quick too boy it was it was classy, very classy, very very fashionista. One hundred percent. So for our next nominee, we have Wrath from Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, and this is a different kind of fashionista. You know, fashion doesn't need to be over the top. Sometimes the timeless look of a five star general deserves some respect. And what is more villainous than an eye patch? <laughs> That's a clean eye patch, boys. Yeah, it is. And when he goes battle mode and he takes off his his uniform and he's got that t-shirt on with the muscles, just well defined. And that is a clean look. I mean, you can tell it's all well starched. It's beautiful. Dude, Mrs. Rath <laughs> is at home really spending time keeping that uniform looking clean. <laughs> and the mustache really pulls it together.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's the head honcho, so uh, and he's a hard son of a gun, so, uh, yeah, I, I like that choice.
2: I mean, he makes the whole army look drippy, you know? True true, 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 true.
1: Um, But then the third nomination is Muzan Kabutsuji, and he is, you know, the main demon from Demon Slayer. Uh, the
2: granddaddy that, of all demons. Yeah
1: granddaddy uh the demon king the first and the father of all of them uh but this man's always looking sharp with a nice suit nice tie um all that stuff usually he's got like a fedora on uh you know when somebody throws on the fedora like it's 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 they 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 know what style is you know Uh, so
2: there are two types of fedora wears the ones with styles and the one with none (laughs) It it really (laughs) is two extremes. It's kind of (laughs) nuts. But Kibutsushi is just out here channeling that inner king of pop. And we all love the vibes. It is drippy. Michael Jackson pulled it off. And we got to say Muzan pulled it off too. (laughs) Oh, 100%.
1: He is definitely uh, the MJ of the anime world. I I can easily say that. Um, He just cleans up really nice. And he's just really strong. uh, So...
2: You guys want to have the winner? Yeah. So the winner is none other than the man who sung Billy Jean himself. <laughs> Muzan Kibutsuchi. Congratulations to Muzan for being the winner of our Villainous Fashionista Award with Unparalleled Drip. Beautiful. I really de- think he deserves this. Um, anytime you get compared to MJ with your fits, you got it. You got it, really. It's, it's really a shame that Muzan isn't here to accept this award today, because I would love to hear what he has to say. Uh,
1: I, I don't want to hear what he has to say.
2: <laughs> <laughs> We'd be dead, and he'd be like, where are the blue spider lilies? What the fuck? <laughs> Where's <laughs> <laughs> we, we might have lied to him on the letter we sent to see if he wanted to come and accept his award. <laughs> the sunwalker is here. <laughs> <laughs> we got flowers for days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so next we're going to get into the most eccentric chatty companion award. This is celebrating the wise talking animal sidekick who just doesn't steal the spotlight. They grab it, they bedazzle it, and they make it their own personal stage. Uh Bass, you going to be your nominee?
0: Yes, sir. Uh for our first nominee, we have Tony Tony slash cand cotton candy chopper. This <laughs> young man's voice is so unique and cute. That Oda decided to change his look uh, during the time skip, not because, not for, uh, not for pillows and merch, but because his voice was just so goddamn cute. Um, this cuteness combined with his on screen badassery and fights, Sea uh, Queen versus Chopper, I think makes him the embodiment of this award.
2: Awesome. Next we have Emil. From Shangri-La Frontier, and Emil is just the definition of this award. It's an adorable, hilarious, cute little rabbit who drops some banging one-liners, and you cannot watch this show without like looking at Emil and going, Oh, that I want one, I want this rabbit in my life."
1: <laughs> that, 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 that's an issue in the show as well. So, uh, yeah. literally everybody <laughs> wants a talking <laughs> rabbit, <laughs> but nobody knows how to get it, including me. So. <laughs> but I guess the uh, third uh, nominee for this is Bond, uh, which is the white the big wide dog from Spy Family. And even though Bond can't talk, he's literally the goodest boy and he's really smart. Um he he literally can figure out how to communicate or get stuff done without talking. Uh not only that, but he's Anya's partner in crime. I think he rivals, like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Ein from uh, Cowboy Bebop. Honestly, he's just really smart. He's he's that... Uh, he's, he's like, uh, they've they done, like, research and shit on him. Uh,
2: he's
0: genetically um, altered, I
2: believe. Yeah,
1: genetically altered dog,
2: so. Yeah, I mean, any time we compare a character to another dog named after Einstein, like, they gotta be pretty, pretty big-brained. Yeah, he's up there with the corgi, so. Yeah. No slouch. Awesome. <laughs> well, after a lot of deliberation, we'd like to give this award to Emil from Shangri-La Frontier for being the cutest fucking rabbit to ever exist in anime. Congratulations <laughs> to Emil. Wonderful job, tr- Emil. Currently in Tuza or whatever it's called. I'm hanging out with his Yakuza rabbit dad. Good for him. <laughs> <laughs> So our next award we have is the Super Senpai Award. So this is bestowed upon the senpai who doesn't just teach. They transcend higher than that into a realm of life, life lessons, battle tactics, heart-to-hearts, and more, setting the bar so high that even the plot line needs to catch its breath. So, Tyler, you want to go with your pick first?
1: Uh, yeah, so my pick, my nominee was Himmel the Hero from Freerin. Um, Not only is this man a hero, uh, but each week on Freeran, we learned that he just kept on teaching Freeran and his companions useful life lessons. Um, Most of how Freeran acts uh, in today's episodes is because Himmel shaped her into being that way Um, from battle tactics to, you know, just, you know, social interactions, all that stuff. He really uh, left his impression. He left his mark on Kuririn and his other people. So,
0: Excellent. Solid choice there. hmm All right. I'll go ahead and run through with mine. And my nominee is Himura Kinshin. Uh, he's not only the team's main fighter, but also a mentor to all of the people at the Kamiyakashi Dojo. Uh, we've seen him be a thought leader, both in battle and uh, spiritually. And all the characters right now th- throughout the show look up to him as a big brother, a mentor, um, and most likely a lead warrior. Uh, and boyfriend. Wh- and, and boyfriend. <laughs> and boyfriend. I mean, they just got him covered from all angles. And uh, what tr- I think what truly separates him is the fact that he can reflect upon his dark past and tell others what he's learned from
2: it awesome and then the last nominee we have is shoto aizawa and while it seems like aizawa is kind of a lazy guy he generally cares genuinely cares for his students and i believe he is the only one on this list who is actually a teacher um i'm going to use the tutoring of shinzo specifically for this uh shinzo didn't make the hero course and was struggling and aizawa kind of took him under his under his wing and really showed him what it means to be a hero and he might not be the best teacher to every student he might play favorites he might actually be kind of a shitty teacher but i fucking like him excellent and the winner of this award uh the super senpai we're going to give it to himura kenshin Congratulations to Mr. Kenshin on all your life lessons delivered from your tragic backstory.
0: <laughs> Beautiful job, Kenshin. Keep doing what you do out there. We really see you,
2: uh, and we want to take this time to recognize you. Yeah. Congratulations, Mr. Kenshin. Our next award is for the king slash queen of ass poles. And we talk ass poles a lot on this on this <laughs> podcast because every anime seems to have them. So this is given to the protagonist with the astounding ability to pull solutions out of thin air and of their ass with more frequency than anyone can fathom, ter- turning even the most dire situations into unexpected victories. So our first nominee for this is Aaron Yeager from AOT. Um, where do I even get started? I mean, homie had his head lobbed off and it conveniently, conveniently lands in his brother's hand, so they can use the power of the founding titan. That's bullshit. I mean, yeah. absolutely, yeah.
1: And, and I, I'm like I, like I was telling y'all before. Uh, I'm still I'm still trying to figure out if that was Eren's doing or Ymir's doing, though. Which well, one? Speaking, speaking of Ymir.
2: Speaking of Ymir magically, you know, even though he doesn't have royal blood, Aaron can just start taking control of her because he's that guy. <laughs> and he can conveniently, because of this, use the paths to communicate with all Eldians and rain, fire, and giant colossal titans on all of the world. So he's pulling a lot of things out of thin air, a.k.a. his ass. Yes. Yes. yes.
1: Yeah, it's a good choice. Uh, it really is. Uh, Attack on Titan... Especially the, the later half of it was kind of full of it, so <laughs> it was very ass
2: pulley. It was very rushed. And we you got if you're rushing a show, you gotta have ass pulls Yes. Yeah.
1: Um, I guess I'll get into mine, uh my nominee and that is from um uh, vending machine. Uh I'm blanking on the full name, uh Rink. I think Reborn is a vending machine. Now I re- wonder the dungeons
2: That's or something it.
1: like that. Yeah, I just I just call it vending machine. Everybody <laughs> knows about vending machine. Uh, but it's Boxo. Uh, Boxo is the good boy. Um, if you can dream it up, Boxo can turn into it or acquire it. Uh, porno mags, condoms to cokes and dry eyes. He's unstoppable, OP, and... Just a vending machine.
2: <laughs> <laughs> as simple as that, man. He's just a vending machine. And there are many types of vending machines, and he can be any of them. Yeah. Very Very pulley. Yes. Kind of bullshit. Kind of bullshit.
1: The thing is, like, we we see vending machines as, like, a, like, just like a standard vending machine. But, like, he can literally, like make a dry ice machine or like any kind of machine that takes money as payment basically is basically what he can do. So anything, basically. infinite
0: possibilities, yeah. whatever you need, you can have yeah. what you like. Well, our last nominee is, uh, the ass pull man himself, monkey D Luffy. Um, we saw in the Wano arc that he lifted boulders for a few weeks and was able to fight an emperor afterwards. Um, Ass pull. We also saw his devil fruit awaken as his start, heart was start starting to stop beating. Aspoll. <laughs> um he was <laughs> he was also saved from the depths of the sea after losing another fight with Kaido and it just so happens that law's crewmates were in the ocean right beside him when he went in. Aspoll. Um yeah, so I'm, I think we
2: definitely have Luffy, Monkey D in the right category here. Yeah, man, Monkey D is, like many in protagonists, there are quite a few assholes, but Luffy does it better than most. And more consistently, I mean, just the whole time. The whole show.
1: And Monkey D is, uh, a D. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where you're going with that one. I'm really <laughs> special, bro. That's, uh, uh, that's all that matters. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's
2: special in a lot of ways.
0: Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is.
2: So who is our winner, sir? So the winner of the King slash Queen of Ass Pulls Award is none other than Boxo, because Boxo can literally just pull whatever he wants out of his ass. If you can fit it in a vending machine, or if it vends some type of object, if just given a dollar bill, like... That's broken. That's so broken.
0: (laughs) Yes. Yes. I was very surprised about the pornos because I've never seen a porno vending machine.
2: But hey, Japan is is on a different level of vending machines from what I understand. Uh, uh, Yeah, uh, that is my understanding as well. You can get you can get women's underwear out of vending machine in Japan.
1: There we go. You can also get hot and ready food out of vending machines in Japan. So I
2: love that. That's pretty cool. Dude, if I could go to a vending machine and get ramen, ramen, It'd be like, the greatest I'm, vending machine of yeah, all I time. Mean, even if it was like, like cup of noodles, like I would be so it would be so worth it.
1: 100%. I'm 95 percent sure they have those everywhere in Japan.
2: Probably. Oh yeah, they do. They do. No, they take vending machines to a different level there.
1: Yeah. Um. So Boxo is the I I don't even know if you should call him King because uh he's he's a vending machine. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, um, Unfortunately, Boxo couldn't be here
2: tonight because he is roaming the dungeons currently, uh, but we'll ship the award to him. Yeah. Yeah, we're just actually going to uh, attach the award to a truck, and that's how everybody gets an isekai. So he's just got to crash into it somehow. True. Perfect. And then. Our next award is the Fusion Dance Masters. So this is awarded to a dynamic duo whose Fusion Dance. If you guys don't know what a Fusion Dance is, like Tyler, that is a dance they do in Dragon Ball Z where they combine and it's badass. So that would not only break the internet, but also rewrite the laws of physics and aesthetics. They're going to be looking clean when they fuse. Showcasing a level of coolness that defies comprehension. So I guess I could just go in on this. uh, My nominee was Ghetto and Gojo. And I don't mean current-day Ghetto and Gojo. I mean, right when he gets his drippy outfit, takes over a cult, and Gojo is the awakened one. We're getting some Uh. crazy broken powers here. JJK is the biggest anime on the internet right now. And that shit would have broken Twitter or X or whatever it is. It would have absolutely destroyed the internet. And they would have been pretty broken. I mean, that is two of the strongest sorcerers to ever exist. Combining powers. I mean, just imagine curses flying everywhere. Purple shit going around. Blue, red, whatever. Like, it, it would be awesome.
1: Nah, I'd win. <laughs> yeah, Mina
2: Tokunita. beat it. Okay. 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 <laughs> um, our,
0: our next nominee is uh, you Ishida and Ichigo Kurosaki. Um, So Ichigo Ichigo and Ishida combined would be, I think, one of the coolest combos of style and attitude that we've ever seen in anime. Um, Ichigo always brings the fits, but with Ishida's attitude, I mean, anything is possible. As well as great battle sense with with Ishida with Ichigo's broken, broken powers.
1: Yeah, and uh, to go off of this, you know, the drip and stuff uh, and all that stuff, the last uh, ending of bleach they 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 was dripping like the uh, ichigo and all of them like they had some drip on uh, so it was really, it's really fun when they uh, animes do that type of thing so mm-hmm.
2: dude i can't imagine how sick the soul reaper fit would look if it was blue and white it'd be nuts uh, <laughs>
1: Uh, I guess I'm next with my nominee of Toto and Yuji, uh, from Jujutsu Kaisen. And, you know, this was the dynamic duo back in season one of Jujutsu Kaisen, uh, the best of friendos, uh, and now they're back in business. And it was a fun time seeing them do their thing. Once again, uh, Sailor Moon, uh, all that stuff, uh, you know, all the transformations, all the pretty lights is all that good stuff. It was really fun to see them back in action. And, you know, one thing that really locks in their, like, dynamic duo for me uh, is the fact that Toto even has Yuji in his locket with takata Uh Whatever duo does that, like they would just make a perfect uh, fusion or whatever you call it, so... <laughs>
2: During this award, Tyler was unaware that in Dragon Ball Z they actually fused, so he just picked a dynamic duo. But I can <laughs> say that Toto's big ass muscular body with Yuji's hair and Sukuna like with the cheeks, would yeah. look
0: fresh. It, it would. And also with Yuji's sanity, I think that takes to- Toto up a few notches.
1: And also Toto, Toto's uh, uh, ability to read the battlefield and his combat strategy uh, in real time, like imagine having that in Yuji's head, you know. So
2: Definitely. would go crazy. Can't confirm. Yeah, would go crazy. And this was our first category that came down to a tiebreaker. So big shout out to Kriegs for being our tiebreaker, and we would like to give this award to Toto and Yuji. Congratulations, Toto and Yuji. They are currently. Um, in the middle of a little something. So we're going to give them the award once they get out of Shibuya.
1: Yes. If they get out of Shibuya. If they get out of Shibuya. <laughs> um, Yeah, I guess uh, the next award is called the Unforgettable Fight. And this award goes to the best of the best. The fight that is considered peak and one that we won't forget anytime soon. Uh, and the first nominee is Luffy versus Kaido One Piece. Uh, and from the moment one, uh, Roof piece started and Luffy walked past Kaido and Big Mom to talk to Kinemon in, I think, episode 10, th- 15, uh, to the Gear 5 reveal and the end of Wano, this will honestly go down as one of the most memorable fights for me in anime ever. So,
2: all 60 episodes of it, yeah
1: all 60 episodes <laughs> especially when when they finally condense that down you know into you know the youtube uh thing you know it would be awesome
2: oh it's so, already been done yeah i gotta watch Very it good though. it's so. already been done yeah i watched part of it it was sick well yeah. our um
0: our ne- next nominee does not need a condensing uh it's going to be zorro versus king um this fight, I think, to us, was the more uh, flashy and concise of the fights. Uh, maybe not having as big of an impact with the Luffy versus Kaido, but they definitely packed in a lot of action in the couple of episodes they did. Um, there was also some uh, heavy moments where we got King's backstory and Zoro trying to work with Enma, Enma uh, during this fight. So, a lot of gravity. Great, humongous uh, range attacks out at of swordsman's which you don't see a lot. Thought it was a great one.
2: Dude, the dragon attack from King was all time. That was beautiful. Yeah, it was amazing.
1: It's crazy that like uh two of my favorite fights in anime um yeah, probably all time happened in one piece this year. So it's wild.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so. I mean Zoro King was probably my favorite fight for 2023.
2: Yeah. The King of Hell, baby. Yes, sir. <laughs> awesome. So the final nominee for this is Sukuna versus Maharaga from JJK. And when I watched this, my jaw was just on the floor the entire time. Like I couldn't even comprehend what was going on in this fight at points because it was so flashy. It was so intense. It was so fast paced that I had to watch it multiple times and I enjoyed it more and more every time I watched it. I mean, Maharaga, like adapting to everything Sukuna threw at him, was absolutely just the chef's kiss of this fight. And I'm going to just, this one had more gravity in me because it didn't take 60 something episodes to happen. True. Uh,
1: and the wild thing is, I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly, uh, it was either, uh, this episode was either 30% or 60 or 70% of what they actually wanted, wanted it to be. But, you know, obviously MAPPA is like piece of shit, basically, and all that stuff, um, and didn't give him enough time. So imagine if they actually went, uh, like, they actually created what they intended it to actually be. Imagine, imagine that fight, how it would be if we locked it so much at its current state. Yeah, it like 70%. Have.
0: It would have been so yeah. much crazier. Uh, and one, one scene I'll never forget from this fight is Mararaga breaststroking up the side of a building, trying to smash <laughs> Sukuna's head in. It just <laughs> seems so crazy
2: to me. This is like one of the few fights where I uh, had to do a little slow-mo at times just to, just to catch the action. Oh dude, I mean we had planes, we had trains, and we had automobiles getting thrown around like freaking rocks. Facts. Facts. The fight facts. was crazy.
1: Yeah, and the popcorn man. You you got to love it when they introduced, uh, you know, to eating the popcorn in the middle of the fight. So,
2: um we, I just thought of another award that we can unanimously agree on, uh the anime studio most likely to crack the whip. Congratulations, Mappa. You've won. <laughs> <laughs> You
0: will not be getting an award.
2: The other nominee
1: was OLM.
2: (laughs) (laughs) For the winner of the Unforgettable Fight Award, we are giving it to Zoro and King, so shout out to them. Great job. Great job, Toei, with this fight. It was awesome.
1: Yeah, and uh, the next award is called It's a Certified Bop. And this award goes to that one OP and not only goes extremely hard for no reason at all but also it looks great and it fits the show extremely well uh the first nominee is idol from yasobi oshinoko uh this song is a crazy good bop uh like and not only does it sound good it fits extremely well because this show is about the idol world it's also won many awards And was Japan's most played song of 2023 on Spotify? That's a big feat, honestly.
2: Yes, yes. It was also Tyler's most played song on Spotify. So crazy for him, you know, like it really was. He's basically all of Japan at this point. (laughs) Probably
1: my most played top five songs is all anime OP. So yeah very nice very nice
2: and i will say this song is an absolute banger like it comes up on my anime hits playlist i listen to all the time and it is awesome it is fantastic but for my nominee for this i'm going broken games by FZMZ from shangri-la frontier for the sole reason that every time i hear it i want to run through a brick wall (laughs) <laughs> this is like the rumbling of this year for me. This song is just straight gas and the animation of the, the OP is super clean too. like introduces all the characters really well. It flows super well with the song and I want to go run through a brick wall just thinking about it.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. I think that's a, a it's a great nominee. Uh, our final nom- nominee will be opening number two uh, called song of the dead by Kana from Zom 100. Um, this I believe is the bobbiest of the bops. Um, it also has a fun and energetic feel to it, just like the show Zom 100. And I think, um, there's also a choreographed part where they get the zombies involved in the dance (laughs) routines. And I think that's just, that's fun. It's a personification of what Zom 100 is, which is fun, chaotic, and colorful.
1: And also, Connor Boone, like, they literally can't go wrong most of the time, so.
2: Never. And I will say, all these songs are, these are openings you don't skip. Like, if you skip these openings, like. You're a monster. You're not fun. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: But yeah, the winner is, it goes to Zom 100, Song of the Dead. Uh, congratulations to Zom One Hundred. Uh, unfortunately, they're on a hiatus right now and they can't accept our rewards. So,
2: <laughs> no, the season's <laughs> done, dude.
1: Oh yeah, they come back, but they're they're yeah, busy they're, right now.
2: <laughs> yeah, they're 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 you know they finally got it done and they're spending time with their family going into the new year. Um, but yeah, if you guys have not checked out the last three episodes of Zom One Hundred they made the opening even better. Like Bash said, they have choreographed like dances with the zombies. Like they're all breaking out their Fortnite dances. It's hilarious.
1: Oh my, I can't wait to watch it. Um, the next awards is called a legendary tale. And this one goes out to the anime that has a great story. One that keeps you coming back to see what's going to happen next. A true one of a kind. um, And my nomination for this was attack on Titan. And even though we had to wait years and years and years and years for it to finish, we all waited and we all came back to see what was going to happen. That's why I nominated this. Uh, the mini, the ending might not have been the greatest, but you can't deny that it was a hell of a fun ride getting here. So,
0: yes, I think one of the great stories in anime, um, our next nominee will be Hell's Paradise Season 1. Uh, the story started off with so many mysteries about the plot and the characters, and I think it kept us, kept us all on the edge of our seats when we had it in the rundown. And the first season even closed out with the introduction of a new power system that the characters are still trying to get uh, a hang of and understand. So,
2: I think it's a great show so far. Underrated in many ways. Yeah. Definitely. And our final nomination is none other than One Piece. I mean, where'd it even begin? This (laughs) show has been going on for 25... Well, the story has been going on for 25 years and has at least another five to go. The world building, the characters, the plot, all god tier. Uh, It's one of the only anime that has ever existed to keep people watching from the nineties all the way into the 2020s and the end is absolutely going to shatter everybody who's been following the story's mind. Uh, it's so good that we're getting another anime. I mean, how, how can you even argue with that?
1: Yeah. And it was one of the first of its cons to actually uh, get Netflix to do shit Right. And uh, make a live action that was halfway decent. So, love that too. But the winner of this Legendary Tale Award is none other than One Piece. And that is because Oda is the GOAT.
0: GOAT Oda.
1: Yeah, GOAT Oda. That is all. It's just the best there ever was. You got dang right. Why aren't you watching? (laughs) <laughs> Soon you won't have a reason not to because you're gonna get a redo a redoing of it uh of the from the get go so you won't have that excuse no more if it's too long.
2: Let's make this shit seasonal, baby.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, the next uh award is throwing money like Uf- Uf- UFO table. I- I'm not sure how to say that. You UFO table UFO.
2: I no, it's know. UFO okay. table. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <sorry. laughs> all right. Say it with me, UFO, UFO
1: table, table. I'm, <laughs> all right, I'm pretty, it. Sure. yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> we all know that you know UFO tables. Uh, Demon Slayer has no budget. Um, but this award goes out to the show and studio that delivers top tier animation and visuals, no matter what the cost is. Um, you want to go first, uh, Dan?
2: Yeah. So I will go first and, um, uh, you know, going off of one of our older awards, we just did. I'm pulling an asshole here and I'm giving my nominee as studio Ghibli, 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 however you pronounce it. And we've watched a few of their films this year and they're all just breathtaking. The art, the visuals, the storytelling, it's timeless. These are the sh- these are the movies that are going to be around like that our kids are going to watch and have their mind blown because it doesn't matter how crazy CGI is going in 20 years. This shit's going to hold up better.
1: Yeah, and Boy in the Heron like it came out here recently in 2023 and it looked really good. So, uh, it was really good. It yeah. was
2: incredible.
1: So, uh I'm glad you I'm glad you brought up one of the uh the legends of anime so Um but I guess my nominee is Freeran from Madhouse. Uh not only do they spend hell of money on the fight scenes to make them all look great, they also spend money making sure the important non-fight scenes look great too, kind of like the dance that happened a few weeks ago and also um I don't know if many people know this, but they go hard on like the animation of like the clothes and just everyday things in this anime, how they move and stuff. And you can really tell that they spend money on it and they want every little thing to be great looking for this show. Uh, and I can really appreciate that. So.
0: Yes. Yes. Um, our, our final nominee is going to be uh, Bleach thousand year blood war part two by studio uh, parrot. Um, I think they just did a great job with the effects on all the attacks. The fight scenes were phenomenal. The lighting was amazing. Uh, Great shading. Um, And I think they kept it up and presented consistent quality through every episode in this part of Thousand Year Blood War. So hats off to them. I just thought they did a great job with it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And they're going to do an even greater job uh, this summer, probably, when they get into the banger Part of a thousand year blood war. So
0: they'll spin the block once again.
1: <laughs> but the winner of this is Freiren, uh from Madhouse and they get this award. And, but unfortunately they're on a journey to the end day, I think it's called. Uh, so it'll be another We'll we'll probably actually be dead by the time they get here, but we'll we'll let them happen. So
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll pass the awards down to our children so they can give it at some <laughs> point.
1: Uh, the next awards is love is in the air, and you know these awards wouldn't be complete for me unless I threw in some romantic vibes. Uh, so this one is for the lovebirds, the soulmates, the best couple of twenty twenty three. Uh, what do y'all got?
0: So our first nominee is uh, Magari Isekai and Ganta uh, Nakami from uh, Insomniacs After School. I think we can all agree that this, um, this romance started as a friendship and kind of uh, grew naturally like your first, uh, like kind of what happens with your first girlfriend, your first, I guess, like real girlfriend there. Um, I, and many... Romance and uh, Slice of Life anime, I think I can get annoyed with how hard they push the romantic plot, but this one seemed very, very natural, and I was actually very satisfied with
1: it. Hell yeah. Uh, I guess I'll go with mine, and uh, I'll I'll say Yamada and Akane from Yamada. Uh, loving Yamada at level 999, and this was a really fun um, couple. Uh, They're more on the adult side. I think they're like... uh, I think they're around 18 or uh, 18 and 20 or something like that. I'm not really sure on their age. Uh, I just love Yamada and Akane so much. They're just so cute together. Not only that, but Yamada is a pro gamer, pro FPS gamer. And like he loves playing MMOs and shit casually, uh, which is how Akane and him met, actually. Uh, just a perfect match, in my opinion. Uh, both are gamers. Both really like each other. Uh, I could see them being soulmates. So, really fun.
2: Awesome. And then our final nominee for this award is... Ray and Kazuki from Buddy Daddies. And I'm going to flat out say, uh, I think this bromance has better writing than any of the romances we've watched this year on the podcast overcoming each other's weaknesses to raise an adorable little girl while growing and learning from each other all the time. They may not be in love, but they're basically married at this point. So they're soulmates. <laughs> I got to nominate Miri's okay. two dads on this one. All right. That's fair. That's fair.
1: I mean, they, they, are couples and they all are soulmates and I wouldn't say lovebirds, but they love each other. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a uh domestic partnership i believe
1: yeah that um, is the term uh yeah so i i really like this one uh i i seen this in the nominees i was like okay i i really i really enjoy this this is different so
2: yeah you know me i don't like romance animes so i <laughs> had to find something
1: <laughs> and you you did it you did a very good one uh and the winner of this goes to Magari and Nakami, uh, you know, Insomniac's After School, the Riz Lord, uh, and yeah, the, they, they won the awards, they're, 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 they might be here sooner or later, they're, they're out there looking at stars and shit. They ain't really got time for awards, honestly.
0: No, no, no. no. They're, they're dead in school right now. Um, I would also <laughs> like to add that this did come down to the
2: tiebreak. And uh, thank you again, Creeks, for the tiebreaker on this one. Hell yeah! And I would like to say I'm very excited for the Djen's uh, wedding invitation to come whenever Magari and Nakami decide to tie the knot. We're very excited for that wedding.
0: Yes, <laughs> better, I am ordained,
2: by the way. So there better be karaoke.
0: <laughs> cool so our next award will be for the new kid on the blog. uh there were so many great anime released in 2023 whether it's new seasons or not uh but we wanted to single out some of the new shows that were released new this year um then why don't you take the first nominee
2: Sure, so my nominee is Heavenly Delusion, which was a Hulu-exclusive Disney-made anime. Uh, This is probably my 2023 anime of the year, uh, based on the fact that the story was absolutely insane. Like, it was a roller coaster from start to finish. It's a story from two sides, and told from two different sides, and I cannot wait for them to intersect. The plot was kind of confusing at part, but that's what made it so great, because you weren't supposed to understand everything that was going on uh the animation was great and uh it was very tense at times so big shout out to heavenly delusion and that is my nominee
1: yeah tomato heaven i love that too <laughs> excellent excellent
0: so i'll go ahead and get into our next nominee uh which is uh Freerin, um beyond journey's end and this has been one of the most popular anime of the year so far uh, it definitely gave me some Lord of the Ring vibes with how leisurely the journey is in a way. Um, it's not all about, always about fighting. Sometimes they have to do errands, and I think people are liking that leisurely stroll of an adventure. Um, you combine this with like the, the S-tier visuals that we're getting, the animation is amazing, I believe. Uh, a little bit of over, overuse of chromatic abrasion, uh, in my opinion, but it still looks nice. But uh, I think it's made for an unforgettable show, so far with its first season.
1: I very much agree. It's definitely one that's caught me off guard. I knew it was going to be good and I knew it was hopped up, but it's really put it out
2: there for me. So I just need the pace to pick it up a tiny bit.
0: <laughs> that's that's that, every time that's what that says. He's conceded.
1: Um I'm fine with it. So
0: yeah, I'm good. I'm I'm, I'm straight good.
2: <laughs> it's just there's been some episodes that I've watched. Like okay, what actually happened here? And yeah, that's about it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, I guess uh, I'll go ahead with my nominee, and that is Oshinoko. Uh, this made a crazy splash early 2023. Not only because the first episode. Uh, was one of the wildest and honestly, one of the best first episodes I'd ever seen. Um, but because it's different and it's like a fresh take on idols and the showbiz side of things. Uh, but not only that, it has like a lot of drama, uh, interjected into it, maybe even thriller vibes. Um, uh, definitely gonna be a fun show to watch it progress and one of my, uh, like I said, favorite shows of 2023. Uh, but I don't think it comes over for, to be honest, but. All right.
0: So the winner is. Prairin beyond journeys in congratulations for, you've done a great job. I think, uh, Mary, what Tyler said, you have surprised us. We knew you were going to be good, but we did not know you were going to be great. So yeah. congratulations.
2: It'd be pretty hard to not give the award to the number one show on my anime list currently. Yes. <laughs> very, very hard. So, also Which I would like to
1: point out that I think they've been holding that spot pretty steady for probably about a month now, right? Yeah. So it's they've been, been interesting.
0: There. I think they deserve it uh, so far.
1: Yeah. So very interesting to watch that. Uh, We've always watched the Mao struggles before uh, with Full Metal Alchemist. And this one's actually sticking for for somehow. Maybe because (laughs) the Full Metal fans, they they actually enjoy it too. And they don't want to trash it. So I don't know.
0: Yeah, maybe they've grown up, had some kids.
1: Maybe got some girlfriends. Who knows? (laughs) Nah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) they, they,
1: They fought Oshinoko at the beginning of the year. So just trying to give them the benefit of the doubt.
0: (laughs) Um, All right, guys, our next award is going to go out to uh, the show with the big brain writer. Uh, Guys, this is going to be an award for the most confusing anime plot, the thickest plot. Um, Whether it's a good or bad show kind of doesn't matter for this award. We just want to see who spun us around. <laughs> All right. Tyler, you want to go first with your nominee.
1: Yeah, uh the best nominee I got for this is Heavenly Delusions. And as Dan said earlier, like it it was pretty confusing because you had the two stories or whatever. Uh if you blinked or you didn't pay attention for a few minutes, you was probably going to end up very confused while watching this. Uh it was a fun show, but with the whole sci fi vibes and with their past tying into the story, plus their goals and motivations to keep going in this, like, post-apocalyptic world type thing. Uh, It was just all very sophisticated. You had the multiple stories. You had, like, all the other stuff just coming together all at once. And you're just like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) And, yeah, it was was one of my favorite shows of the year. So um, definitely in a good way. Um, But you definitely had to pay attention, so...
2: Excellent, excellent. Dan, what do you have for us? So I have a show that the writers just decided to do whatever they wanted, and (laughs) that is My Home Hero. And we watched this show on the Weekly Rundown. We enjoyed it for five, six episodes, and then they decided to just start fucking everything up and dragging it out, and it didn't make any sense. The writers got a little too big-brained for a very simple plot line. So fuck my home hero, but damn, did they have us going what the fuck the entire time? Yes, absolutely, and I love that
0: we were like overthinking the plot at times too.
1: Um, I think, I think, our, our, I think at the time, what we were saying was actually better than what they was doing. So. Oh yeah,
0: several times. <laughs> what do we think is going to happen next? Well, this, 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 and then they just pooped all on all over. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So our final. Nominee will be Attack on Titan, the final season, part three, special two, the sequel, maybe, kind of, sorta. And this a long-awaited finale, like Tyler said earlier, uh, everybody was excited for it to be coming. Me, I was ready for this journey to be over, although it had been a good one. (laughs) But in the end, I think we were all very confused about what we had just saw. Um. Also, the fact that the fandom is split, whether it was a fantastic ending or the worst one ever, kind of speaks to how convoluted and confusing it was. Uh, In order to properly break it down for you, I had to get online and go hit some forums so me and Tyler could talk about it um, (laughs) in one of our BS hours. So that just goes to show you just how fucking confusing it was.
1: So... Go I was, I was saying that it was it was very, very confusing. Uh, I think I ended up having to watch it twice um before we talked about it, so
0: same here. um it was just really inconsistent with a lot of the rules from the uh the rest of the anime. they kind of just threw some things out of the window. Dan said it was rushed, which it was, uh, even though it took a long ass time for us to
1: get. <laughs> even <laughs> though it wasn't, but it was <laughs>
2: so we're not gonna we're not gonna blame the mangaka for taking a long time on this it was all mappa
0: yeah it was all
2: mappa they don't know how to say no to shows for some reason and i will say that as someone who read the manga i was kind of just ready to be disappointed on this one um but the anime did a little better than the manga so good for them
0: yes yes so the winner is attack on Titan, attack on titan the final season part three special two well i think they earned this one it was an all-time brain blast from our writer our mangaka here and the anime studio so congratulations uh we will not be shipping this award to them uh because someone's been accused of some genocide and we don't mess with that so there it is
2: we'll just put it next to the tree. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: the, the kid and the dog at the very end who walk into the chair just gonna walk out with a DG award that's it yes. that's, that's that's the end of my hero or uh, not my hero my crazy, hero titan. <laughs> and now get we're a talking,
1: my hero academia baby <laughs>
0: <laughs> alright so our next award is the biggest anime simp Uh this one's pretty self-explanatory but we really want to shine the light on the most down bad of all of them uh the thirsty the damned and we really just want to point them out and go why are you the way you are
2: (laughs) all right so dad you want to start us off yeah so for my most down bad simp of all simps i picked dot barrett from mashall the man just wants to fall in love and he just falls in love a little too easily and he does not take rejection very well he's very very sensitive to it so dot maybe one day you'll find a girl but right now that ain't the time no no yeah <laughs> Dot's a little
0: thirsty it's it's actually kind of sad um but our next nominee is asanji uh vin smoke from one piece uh we've seen this man almost die over a nosebleed over a woman before um and ain't shit changed um, we understand why now but he, he won't even uh, hit a woman even if he will be getting get beat to death admirable but foolish um, he lusts even over his own crewmates which <laughs> is low down dirty that man is in fact a freaky frog
1: <laughs> and it doesn't matter if uh, they're not com- complete 100% human wom- women like if you're a mermaid you know that's fine too
2: Dude, mermaid takes the nosebleed to level 10 don't even worry about that yeah <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: interspecies thirst is crazy
1: yeah uh definitely definitely uh a wild guy he, he's also a chef so um you know I don't know if there's any correlation there but chefs, I hope um, not I hope not <laughs> Maybe Bass is actually Sanji? Question mark?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, hey, seen, hey keep, keep my name out. Your mouth. <laughs> uh, I've, I've seen Bass around the ladies, and I don't think I've seen his nosebleed just yet. No, uh, not not, not sure. once. Not
1: he once. ain't found a route one yet. He ain't found his Shirohoshi <laughs> <of> yet. <laughs>
2: no i <laughs> have not no, I, 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 i'm gonna take an aquarium and just planted a manatee <laughs> does that do that for you <laughs> that's not the same mermaids <laughs> people who saw mermaids just saw manatees bro i don't know what you want to hear from me oh my god
1: sure hoshi is not a manatee bro <laughs> no
2: but the other mermaid we know and love uh the train conductor lady whose name escapes me she's a manatee <laughs>
1: Yeah, maybe her, but... But not please, the our, our,
0: our next nominee, sir, we have to keep the show moving.
1: Well, the next nominee is my nominee, and that's Kaza, Kazuya Kinoshida from Rent-A-Girlfriend. And, you know, this dude is so down bad that he literally rents a girlfriend, multiple go- girlfriends from an app. Uh, and he keeps on renting girlfriends and adding to his harem... Uh, he now has his ex and three girls who he can't truly decide from. Of course, he really wants Chizuru, but that doesn't stop him from thinking about the other three. Uh, he's the definition of a down, bad simp. <laughs> yeah. And
2: then he starts throwing money around. You are down horrendous. Yes. Yes. At least Sanji doesn't do that. It'll yeah, just, he make just make you hot warm. tea.
0: Yeah, that's 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 okay. That's okay. All right, guys. So the winner for biggest anime simp of uh, 2023 is Sanji, Vin Smoke. Uh, we've determined that he is the most down bad, down horrendous, down terrible, downtrodden. down terrible. Think, <laughs> down to replay, down to replay. Yes. Um, and I think he's definitely earned this award. So, shout out to you, Sanji. Um, I don't think they have a mailing address on the sunny, so we're just gonna put a bottle in the ocean and see what happens.
1: Also, DTF, you know, you're, you're are you DTF? <laughs> no, Sanji, you're saying down, oh, oh. <laughs> down too, you know, DTF, bro. <laughs> I thought he was saying he was downed. <laughs> I was like, whoa. something new every
0: day i'm not never gonna yuck your yum but i was very surprised
1: i mean he can cook for me any day y'all it's it's those
0: eyebrows dude uh yeah i can look Uh, past that (laughs) (laughs) all right so our, our next award is uh the 2023 awoken clutch gene this is for the characters that surprise us with their ability to either close out a fight or stand their ground and stand the line during a fight. This will go out to those people who we thought were weak, but really have much, much more strength than what they look like. So I will start with uh, the first nominee, and this will be Tony, Tony Chopper, who you know that this is their second nominee. Hopefully he can take away the crown this time. So we saw in the land of Wano (laughs) that he kept the samurai, pirate mink alliance alive versus queen once he was throwing out the disease uh he also fought queen hand to hand and put his own body on the line so shout out to you chopper i don't think they get out of that alive without him
1: yeah and also he brought our boy back Zoro, and you know that that's a really big key as well so
2: yes sir I don't know if we can give the Awoken Clutch Gene somebody, to somebody who uses performance-enhancing drugs to awaken said Clutch Gene. <laughs> We've got rules here. We are a real organization and joking is frowned upon. <laughs> no Rumble
0: Balls here. All right, that's a good point. Let's scratch them out.
1: Okay. <laughs> uh... Uh, is it my turn yeah go for it go for it man uh i get my nominee is uh Kiske uahara mr hat and clogs uh not only does he come up with ways to support the Soul society and Ichigo, even after being kicked out of it he's a true genius who gets shit done when you need it done and you're in a pinch uh because usually he's like five steps ahead of the game and ready for whatever's coming. Um, uh, truly a key player in clutch moments, and honestly, Ichigo probably wouldn't have made it this far without him. Uh, and he's he's not there all the time. He's just there when he's conveniently needed. So
2: he did try and kill Ichigo uh, <laughs> 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 for reasons. <laughs> He dropped him in a pit after turning him to killing him, dude.
1: (laughs) It was to make him stronger, probably. You know, he had his reasons. He was thinking about the future, Uh, bro. (laughs)
2: Yeah, he's awakening Ichigo's clutch gene. Clutch gene times our clutch gene squared. (laughs) Awesome. So our last nominee for the awoken clutch gene is Fuko from Undead on Luck. And For her, it might be more of a dumb luck award, but her unluck ability always seems to come in clutch whenever they're fighting an enemy. She doesn't know what it's going to do. She doesn't know if it's going to work, but it always seems to work. So that's just coming in clutch whenever she needs it. Yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. So, the
0: winner, uh, the 2023 winner of the Awoken Clutch Gene is Fuko Yes, I think she's the most deserving of these three. Um, like Dan said, she has no idea what she's doing out there on the battlefield, and she's just now getting her legs. But she's always clutched up um, and really been the, the rock of the team between Andy and Fuko. So shout out to her. Um, I think this is a pretty easy. I don't know the address to the union, but we're going to work on getting this out to them very, very soon.
2: I, I actually called up um, the guy who makes the weird UMA who makes the portals. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, yeah, I, already, yeah. I already sent it to him. To they oh. already got it. She said thank Easy you enough. so much. She's sorry she can't make it, but it's you know okay. she, she had to go to a party. Oh <laughs> okay, yeah. good. Oh, excellent, excellent. <laughs> well, priorities, I
0: guess. Um, so our next award will be the Golden Heart Iron Liver Award. This one goes out to all those drunks with the great hearts. Uh, so we're gonna recognize our favorite favorite liver soaked people in the in the anime world now. Tyler, do you want to get us started?
1: Yeah, um let, let's go with Heiter from Frearin. Uh we all know he's called a corrupt priest. Freeman calls him a corrupt priest, and it's not just for fun. He literally drinks heavy. He does everything a priest shouldn't do. Um, But at the end of the day, he's a great guy that you can actually count on when things are tough. Uh, He even saved a kid from dying and raised her and made sure she had someone help her after he passed away, Um, which I'm talking about Fern. Uh, So not not every drunk does that, you know, but a drunk with a golden heart does that.
2: Most drunks don't do
1: that. <laughs> yeah, ninety nine percent doesn't don't do that, so but Hyder does.
2: We did find the other one percent and it was the uh cast of Tokyo Godfathers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't even remember the names, bro. Uh Hana and I don't know the dude's name.
2: I don't even remember. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, my nominee for the borderline alcoholic, I mean, Golden Heart Iron Liver Award is Shunsui Kiraku. Uh, this drunken son of a bitch steps up in the biggest way possible to fill some of the biggest shoes in anime. Our new head captain of the 13 court guard squads just loves to throw some sake back. So much so that. When he's facing down the number two of the stern riders, he basically goes, "Can we finish this up? I want to go get drunk," and <laughs> that is a golden heart, iron liver moment for me. <laughs> Excellent. I think this is a great choice. Um,
0: so, our last nominee is going to be uh, Kurotami no Otome, Otome, uh, from the main character from. The night is short walk-on girl, also known as the girl with the black hair. So um, she, we saw her, I mean, drink at least a dozen drinks and still continue to party on with a smile on her face, making sure everybody's having a good time, eventually ends up saving the city from themselves, making sure the love tale in the story goes right, and then taking care of her own. Um, this whole movie was a golden heart iron liver uh, moment for me
2: because she was drinking the whole goddamn time. I love it. I am ninety nine percent sure that she does not have a liver. <laughs> <laughs> like, she was sober after all of that, and she put down easily the most alcohol I've ever seen in my entire life. Yes, it was and I've amazing. seen some shit. <laughs>
0: I've I've seen some shit. uh, Well, the the winner of the 2023 Golden Heart Iron Liver Award is Shinsui Kawaraku. So this guy, we decided, um, just embodied the award. Um, We know he loves to have a good drink, but he definitely stepped up um, for... The soul reapers in, in uh in their current position and did what had to be done. So a great golden heart iron level liver moment for him. Congratulations.
1: Definitely. He's also he he he's uh he's Riz.
2: He's, he's a Riz Lord. He's yeah, yes. Riz. So, yes. So well, awesome. Congratulations to all the winners of DGs. Uh, they'll be in the mail, or you can come pick them up at my house. I'd love to shake your hand and give you a big old hug.
1: <laughs> Not nah, Fuko. You don't want Fuko to shake your hand, bro. I oh, you
2: got gloves on. It's fine. Yeah. Or <laughs> I mean, just wear a sweater, get a hug. Yes, that's all I don't good. trust it, bro. I don't trust it. Hey, man. Worst ways to go out. Fuko's <laughs> <laughs> <Foucault's> a babe. <laughs> Damn. Well, awesome. We hope you guys enjoyed the first ever DG awards. Um, it was a lot of fun coming up with the topics and picking our nominees and who won. So I uh, appreciate you guys listening. Make sure to check out next week's podcast. I don't know what we're doing, but I know we're watching Zob 100. Uh, make sure to tell your friends, tell your mom, tell your grandpappy, whoever that the Dgens are fun people and rate the podcast on your platform. Uh, Linktree.com slash to Come hang out in our Discord. Follow us on Twitter slash X, whatever you call it. And uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Happy New Year to you all. Peace.
1: bye